From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, June 26th. I'm Sarah Reif. Mendocino County's largest bargaining unit has filed a charge of unfair labor practices with the Public Employment Relations Board, or PERB, accusing the library director of threatening employees and violating labor law. The department head appears to have advised library staff that they could be considered insubordinate if they discuss their concerns with the press, library groups, or the Board of Supervisors. According to the complaint, the county retaliated against a library employee who complained about a new policy at work by changing her classification and removing her from the union. Patrick Hickey, the field representative for SEIU 1021, referred to the matter at the June 20th Board of Supervisors meeting when union leadership presented the county with the charge. Union members packed the chambers that morning to advocate for a cost-of-living adjustment, or COLA, which was not included in the recently adopted county budget. We have a situation going on right now that you're all aware of. A manager who has threatened employees, lied to community members, violated labor law, sent an email to all staff that's speaking to you, the members of the Board of Supervisors, can be construed as both insubordination and a violation of the Brown Act. The manager claims this information and direction was provided by the county council's office. I hope that our county council's office is not giving out this sort of dubious advice. Deborah Fader Sampson is the director of cultural services, which places her at the head of the county museum, its half dozen library branches, and its bookmobile. The PERB charge claims that after Ukiah branch librarian Melissa Carr complained to the library advisory board and the friends of the library about a shortage of workspace, Sampson, quote, threatened to change Carr's working conditions for engaging in protected, concerted activity. Shortly thereafter, in May of 2023, the county changed the classification of branch librarian, which is represented by SEIU 1021, to branch manager, which is not. In a May 15th letter to CEO Darcy Antle and Deputy CEO Sherry Johnson, Hickey wrote that the union had not had a chance to meet and confer over the change in job classification, adding, We believe this is a bald attempt at union busting at the library and intend to vigorously push back on it. On June 2nd, the union sent a petition to the Board of Supervisors citing a number of complaints about Fader Sampson's management at the library, though it does not appear to have reached all the supervisors. Supervisor Dan Jurdy said he did receive the petition, along with a letter from Barbara Blake of the Ukiah Valley Friends of the Library. He said that letter reads in part that library staff needs to be housed in another place. Jurdy wrote in a text message that the Board of Supervisors and the CEO decided to move library administration staff into the Ukiah branch from the campus on Low Gap because, quote, the county is attempting to downsize its footprint of county buildings. The county staff need to work in our county library buildings. There's no extra space for library employees outside of the library buildings. Supervisor Ted Williams said he did not receive the petition and that the PERB charge was the first he'd ever heard of worker dissatisfaction at the library. He noted that workers cannot strike over the lack of a COLA and expressed concern that the union was using the library issue as a wedge. Supervisor Maureen Mulhern did receive the petition. While she, like her colleagues, refrained from commenting on personnel matters, she said when we receive complaints, we take them very seriously and look into all of them. She wanted county employees to know that resources are available to them. That includes access to supervisors. David Loy, the legal director of the First Amendment Coalition, says public employees don't check their First Amendment rights at the door when they go to work for the government. The Supreme Court has specifically upheld the right of public employees to advocate to the governing board, whether it's a school board or in this case, the Board of Supervisors, for improvements in their working conditions or for a pay raise or for a contract or for any or to oppose what the union is asking for. 
Fader Samson appears to have advised staff otherwise. According to notes from a branch manager's meeting dated June 15th, quote, Deb gave a summary of why the First Amendment at work isn't always as simple as it sounds and cautioned staff to use the grievance process through their unions rather than sharing their concerns with the Library Advisory Board, friend of the library groups, newspapers, radio, or the Board of Supervisors, as those methods can be construed as insubordination and a violation of the Brown Act, end quote. Loy said that while there are some limits, employees are not restricted solely to the union grievance process when it comes to airing their concerns. They also cannot be deprived of the right to you know, speak to the press or public about similar issues. If that is, in fact, the library director's position, then that is, in my view, incorrect under the First Amendment, to say the least. When we contacted Fader Samson on Tuesday, she initially said she would, quote, happily respond to your request for clarification slash explanation on Wednesday or Thursday. She did not respond when we followed up by suggesting times for a recorded interview on both days. County Council Christian Curtis did not respond to a question about his advice to Fader Samson about her interpretation of the First Amendment. Williams wrote in a text message that, quote, Deb was following legal advice, which is her duty, and the legal advice contained a typo, is versus is not. He later clarified that the mistaken legal advice came from county council's office, but not from Christian Curtis himself. The PERB charge claims that three days after the union sent the library workers' petition to the Board of Supervisors, Cal Sadern, the head of the Mendocino County Human Resources, initiated a new policy that employees who wish to address the board on union matters must do so on their own time, after providing notice. The charge claims that prior to Satern issuing the June 5th memo, the county had a long-standing practice of allowing employees to attend Board of Supervisors meetings during work time without taking personal accrued leave and without such advance notice. Satern's new policy allows employees to continue to attend Board of Supervisors meetings for purposes other than supporting the union, which they believe is discriminatory. Williams said he was keeping an open mind about the complaint and that he would like a fair process, including education for everyone about the First Amendment. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, photos, and more, visit kzyx.org.